Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Ah, hello and welcome to Why This Film, the podcast where we pick a movie, rewatch it and then have a chat about it. But this time... It is a drinking game. <laughs> and I'm joined by Carmen. Hey. And Christian. Hi. And we're watching The Exorcist. You watched it so many times before, and now you're gonna watch it again. But it's been so many years since you last saw it, and now you show it to your friends, and they're like, What? What am I watching? Why? What? Is what? This? Why? Why, Why this, this film? film? So, the IMDb breakdown is, when a 12-year-old girl is possessed by a mysterious entity, her mother seeks the help of two priests to save her. Carmen, why are we watching The Exorcist? (laughs) Um, So, I actually run a blog um, on WordPress called Spooky Bitch, and I review Empire Magazine's top 50 films. Love it. uh, Top 50 horror films. And uh, The Exorcist is the one I pulled out of my special little bowl this week and I thought it would be an excellent opportunity to scare the living shit out of me. <laughs> so, have you seen this movie before? I have, many years ago. When did you watch it first? Oh god, um, I was probably a teenager so I would say about 15 years ago is the last oh, wow. time I watched it, yeah. Okay. So it's quite fuzzy for me. Yeah, <laughs> did you, do you remember enjoying it? Do you remember the hype of the 70s and then watching it in the like, 2000s? I don't think I appreciated it. For what it was as yeah. a classic, I think I probably just watched it because everyone was watching it, or yeah. you know, whatever. Like everyone knew about it. Yeah, yeah like Terror Films, and someone probably put it on at a sleepover or something, mm-hmm. and I just got swept in. Um, I don't massively remember it scaring me, but by fifteen, I was pretty hardcore in my horror phase anyway. So yeah, I, I was quite <laughs> horror queen. Here. Yeah, it's quite uh, hard to scare. Um, but I know, I know that it's a classic, and I know that it's got that beauty of the sixties and seventies films, where they work on that real life horror and how anything can happen to anyone, and yeah. you've got to be watch out because this life. is very based on real life. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it, 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 although it's based in religion and uh, you know demons, etc., I. It, kind of makes you feel like hey that could have happened to anyone and mm-hmm. I think that's why because it was vaguely based on like a real event like a, a, yeah. a teenage boy was uh, exercised and possessed and uh, possibly died mm-hmm. uh, and this movie sort of came from that um, but I don't think it's sort of you know depending on your belief of religion as to whether yeah of course like, and a lot of horror movies are based on true events yeah. <laughs> yeah. of course so you, you kind of take it with a pinch of salt I yeah, think yeah you, know, you can say all you want that I don't know a haunted house film is based on a true event but if you don't believe in ghosts like myself then yeah. you are never going to buy that yeah. so <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, Christian who's seen this movie before I'm not, no. <laughs> I'm not a horror movie fan. <laughs> so, no. It's going to be very interesting. I, I know think. that you're very tense already. There's a big tension coming from that side of the sofa. 
yeah. Yeah, no, I, I don't do horror films well at all. I think before we met, I've watched maybe three. <laughs> that probably Aww. promptly changed. I know, it's so Prom- Promptly changed, and yet my opinion didn't. <laughs> um, do you know of The Exorcist? No, of it. I've never really known the story. Mm-hmm. Um, you see, like, does the the term The Exorcist and the idea of the movie The Exorcist fill you with dread more so than perhaps Poltergeist does? No, because to me it's all kind of based on... Those kind of films are all kind of based on the supernatural anyway. Right. Which, which, yeah, and to me, unfortunately, where I am not a big horror film fan, I unfortunately, and I'm sure people will say that there is a very distinct difference between the two, I tend to just blanket the whole idea of it's a horror movie and probably to do with the supernatural... Therefore, I'll do anything else yeah. but watch it. <laughs> Apart from the sequel, of course. This movie has plagued my life. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. I was terrified of horror movies growing up. I didn't watch them, but I would frantically Wikipedia the plot points because I had <laughs> to know, but I didn't want to watch them. I was scared of everything as a child, like absolutely everything. And then something clicked and changed, and suddenly I was like, I need to watch horror movies. It was you. It was my friendship with Carmen. <laughs> was one Halloween, we watched Halloween, John Carpenter's oh, Halloween, yeah. Changed My Life, we watched All of the Conjurings. Um, and from that point on, I found a bravery and, I've, and, and a real enjoyment in watching horror movies, and I love them. And I've gone back and watched a lot of the old ones. Uh, the Wicker Man, the original Wicker Man, is my favourite so horror good. movie of all time. I have a massive appreciation for new horror. I think Gerald's Game is my second favourite horror of all time. It's a very old one, a very new one. The Exorcist is something I have actively avoided because okay. I there is just something about it, the mythos of the filmmaking behind it or the, the plot itself, and I'm not religious. And I, you hear, it, you are split. When you talk to people about The Exorcist, they either say, oh, well, it was like the 70s, so you're not going to be frightened mm. today. It's very dated, it's very old, you're not going to find it scary. Or people are like, it's going to fuck you up. Yeah. And as someone that throws up religiously after watching <laughs> the project <laughs> still oh, no. to this day I think The Exorcist is going to fuck me up mm-hmm. so I am so excited and absolutely terrified to finally sit down and watch it and I'm just so happy that I get to do it with you guys I'm so honoured <laughs> like it's a big thing I've Although, been woken up I'm really worried sat in between you two <laughs> because yeah. I feel like I'm going to get a whole host of boo punching yeah boo punching <laughs> absolute volatile reactions to yeah. these scares thankfully I have many cushions <laughs> which I can hide behind yes you get in there you've I'm got a blanket I'm nuzzling into you I'll never forget <laughs> watching Halloween with you actually it's <laughs> one of my favourite stories of just Mike Myers appearing in a window and you screamed but not like just ah like you you blood curdled screamed <laughs> like probably our neighbours thought we were murdering you <laughs> And it was, but it was just so funny to watch on the outside because essentially someone just appeared on screen <laughs> and you screamed oh, like, like you they were being at the real window. Oh, it was fucking like. hilarious. Some stuff gets to me, man. Like if and I, that was one of them. Yeah, and this is why I'm worried because I know the artistry behind this movie and I know the history and it's one of my, it is Mark Mode's favorite movie of all time. Yeah. I, I know everything around and about The Exorcist except having sat down and watched the movie. So I'm very excited. Yeah. So we have the drinking game rules. Drink whenever you are legitimately spooked. Oh, God, you're going to be absolutely wasted. <laughs> <laughs> um, drink whenever they say Regan. Reagan? Regan? Reagan, I think they pronounce us, yeah. Drink whenever there is a religious reference or symbol. Oh, God. We can 
you know, <laughs> drink whenever the main theme comes on. I assume that means the music theme, yeah, yeah. which is very famous and wonderful. Yes, good, drink too. anytime you see Captain Howdy. I don't know what that is, but it's accompanied by brackets and caps lock saying, nope, nope, do not want. So I'm already terrified as to what the hell that is going to be. <laughs> Drink anytime someone swears. That's interesting. I didn't, I wouldn't have associated this movie with swearing. Um, God, there's so many. Drink whenever someone says exorcist, exorcism or demon. I think Jesus. we'll just gradually sip throughout this movie. We to- are just going to continue <laughs> Uh, drinks are doubled if Reagan is in the possessed state. Isn't that the third act of the movie? I don't know. Drink whenever they say father. That's it. Only nine rules. Okay, well, thank you. Uh, That's a good one. Tumblr for those. Um, Tumblr. And we're not going to keep them up because we'll just sip. But uh, are you ready? Cheers. Are you ready? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like shotgunning common shoulder over on this side that's fair that's fair I'll shotgun the other group <laughs> yeah Christian might just walk out at some point that's fair you've got to see it to the end though because otherwise it's scary because your imagination makes up the rest that's true especially if you're Emily yeah <laughs> not an awfully big incentive for me to stay in the room <laughs> okay I'm so afraid already and nothing's even happened all the lights are on by the way are you about to turn them off? Oh, yeah, I am going to turn them off, actually. Now that you've said that. <laughs> well, the kitchen lights are on, so actually... And we've got candles. And Camden, like Canary Wharf, even. Oh, yeah, Canary Wharf is right there. It's lighting this place up like a mother. Yeah. We're fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's and fine. you know how deaf I am. Is it really loud? Thank you. Oh, it's got to be louder than that. That's only on 60, come on. We want We want that theme to penetrate us. Yes, 85. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Just as some imagery for everyone. Emily's already cowering. And they're just looking at rocks. The use of sound. It's so well done. The atmosphere already is just incredible. Mm, yeah, it is. And like nothing's happened. I'm really scared for him. I don't even know who he is. <laughs> or why I should care, but I'm really frightened for him. I hope he's okay. I get it, I get why this could fuck people up from the 70s. Already I feel like violated almost. It's such a clever assault on the senses. Yeah, that's a really good way to describe it. And like, I feel threatened already. And like, I like that there's kind of these, you know that they're sort of secret hidden signs. Yeah. But you're not, you don't have to work them out yet. Yeah. And I think that's, yeah, really, it's really clever. I mean, you never want your child's window open when you live in the city, right? Close that shit up. Why does she have servants? I had no idea she was like an actress. That's so cool. How does she afford her house? <laughs> She's a successful one. Really? Cheers! Beautiful piece of music. We're gonna have Will Fury. 
from rap to demon. Those aren't, those aren't the only two. I believe that that's Emma's trajectory, though. Like, <laughs> if I can't explain it by small rodent, it's got to be something gotta supernatural. Be <laughs> ah. Did I get the flashlight? No, I'm just going to light a candle. Okay, great. changes in this film they Every are scene has been a like revelation so tiny it's just it's like, like it keeps you on that edge because mm. you just still don't know what's going on so i like how ahead of its time it is in terms of representing different cultures mm. to honor those cultures and what they're like but without being stereotypical and insulting yes yes yeah. quite amazing actually for such a dated film and a lovely mother-daughter relationship. Yeah. Well. Single mother. Big up. Damien Karras. Karras. Fuck off is his name Damien. I kept thinking that's what I was hearing, but I was like, I'm projecting that yeah, because there's no fucking way this place is called Damien. I love it when the 70s went through that phase with the 70s did the 50s. Mm, yeah. Oh, so good. Why are she friends with so many priests? I know, right? Random. They're gonna dive there. Bless her. Good mum skills. Yes. This is one of the films where you really just like, you're a mum that I can relate to. Yeah. So what just gave up their hydraulic? It's chilling. It's chilling. It's like, it's so supernatural suddenly in this series of images that have been perfectly ordinary. Something as simple as a bed shaking is suddenly terrifying. And like, it's not overlabored. Yeah. It's just the bed shook and then it changes scenes. Like yeah. it's not 
It doesn't then, give you time to get used to anything. Like, you know, it floats in the air and it's there for a while and it's really <laughs> ethereal and everyone's like looking at it and it's a really big deal. It's just yeah. the head shakes, boom, moving on. mixing. So good. Christian, you should get a red turtle neck. Oh! And like it's a vision of her and then walking that, away and oh, yeah, awful. This it's almost like they studied subconscious psychology. Yes, and they're yeah, yeah. it into this movie because I don't know what that flash was in the middle, but I did not care for it. <laughs> Again, like she's in the hospital before we even really know what's wrong with her. So they are trying to sort it out and not just like being lazy about it either. Well, I'm guessing that's meant to be like a witch's mark rather than like a, mm. obviously, you know, AIDS panic. <laughs> it's illusion. <laughs> <laughs> Why do they used to meet needles like that? just like you're watching um, through the mother's eyes of just like she's helpless she can't do anything for her it's like her child's blood is like spurting out of her neck while he tries to connect a tube like just something as simple as that very everyday almost but yeah people who have like children who have suffered with huge illnesses mm. since birth or even a young age would that would just be normal. All day. Yeah. But it is like so horrid to watch. Horrific. Like if you went to hospital now and they tried that on you for an x-ray, you'd be like, like fuck off. Are you joking? <laughs> Why can't I hear it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh! Keep away! That's how it's mine! Something about a child's blood curdling scream. Awful. Oh, that was horrible. I loved it. understand how people can't find this like it's still such a good build up and it's so well paced yeah it's, it's, it's aged really well yeah so I don't understand why people are like it's like jump scares don't make things scary yeah that's just ignorance isn't it I always find people who really like jump scares and like gory films I don't actually consider them horror film fans if mm. I'm honest no, yeah. so that your mind is so closed to what else is actually it's terrifying. Exactly. Psychological stuff is way more <laughs> penetrating than everything else. Yo, what? Uh, go back to that. 
I lied. It's for me. <laughs> and the spelling is on the back. Bloody classic. That <laughs> was absolutely gross. Oh my god, that was horrific. I just love looking at you cushion your hand over your mouth just like... It's amazing, actually, yeah, that something we're made of this, what, by the fucking devil. I don't iron as it is. I was going to say that. Like, any excuse. <laughs> oh no, you're possessed. Oh no, I can't do the chores. Oh. <laughs> Situation, she puts your actors in to kind of heighten the real mm -hmm. element of it. You want your actors to be scared about something. But this movie is very. Stick your cock up her ass, you motherfucking worthless cocksucker. They need to be homophobic. Oh, no. So simple. Father Colors. Uh, so effective. Uh, David, the response is oh, oh, that was horrible. You're an unworthy servant. Oh, that flash is gross. <laughs> I really do not care for it. And it's just the morning white makeup. But like... That's effective. And we haven't seen it too much. Yeah. I get it. I get why it fucked people up. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, fuck off. 
with the Father and the Holy Spirit. That's so grim, isn't it? By the church of the living and the dead is oh, the gross. That is gross. It's the power of Christ that compels you. Christ compels you. person you just you're not you're like I don't really know how they would succeed yeah so it's, it makes it more tense and more frustrating you're like, and I'm also just aware that like we must be ramping up to the third act of this movie yeah and I still don't know how they're gonna win I know. <laughs> it's really frightening that was absolutely vomit inducing that was so scary kudos to you everyone involved in this movie right like it's over it. I'm not against to drink more, Emily. It will make you feel better. <laughs> I don't like it, it's so frightening, but like I like love it. It's like such a good movie and I'm not ready for any potential films yet. Don't go in there alone, mate. Don't go in there alone. You can't handle it emotionally, you're still reading. Don't do it, mate. He keeps telling you your mother is sucking cock in hell. Like you're you not real... okay. Oh I forgot he has his like pills. Oh no, please be okay, Mr. Priest, we need you because Gabriel Byrne, Rocky Priest, is ain't doing shit. <laughs> He's like, not having a good time. Rocky Priest! <laughs> Fucking leave it, mate. Oh no, 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 no. <laughs> Absolutely not. I'm upset! I'm upset, that's made me sad. It's scary because it implies that the demon knows everything about you. Okay, fine, I'm back to the I don't, I don't like either. I do not like Rocky Priest doing this by himself. Get out of the room! I'll put some fucking boxing gloves on, man. <laughs> oh my god, what we should do if that was the solution? Just like uh, beat the fucking shit out of her in the room. The constant like stomach rumbling of the demon is just horrible. She's just super hungry. Do you know what of? You know when like you're using something on your face that's meant to like combat your spots <laughs> and you know it's working because you feel like that burn? Mm-hmm. That's what that makes me feel <laughs> You know when your exorcism is working because <laughs> it burns. <laughs> Jesus Christ. How are you doing, Ellen? I'm not doing too good. What are you doing? Is she gonna die? I don't know. I don't know what happens. And like, she might, Ellen. I fucking don't know. 
very afraid. Well, that was a crotch shot. Jesus, this is Durban to the brain. Bloody hell. <laughs> They're like, right, okay, here's the sexy one. Let's really ramp it up. <laughs> Don't open the fucking door, are you insane? I mean, I wouldn't do that anyway. Oh, it's this guy. No, not now, hon. Yeah. Come back tomorrow. What the fucking fuck fuck happened? Oh my god, oh my god. Oh fucking hell. Oh my fucking god. I know, I know, terrifying. You son of a bitch! Oh my god, I didn't mean it! But no, don't want it. Don't want it. Don't want it. Yeah, until it's abuse. 
And Agreed. it's part of the fascination of this movie where I'm like, it's very Hitchcockian, where he's yeah. just like, fuck you, Tippi Hedger, and here's a bird on your face, like, oh my god, it makes you feel physically ill. And it's so unfair. Oh. It makes brilliant masterpieces of cinema, but yeah. it's not fair, and it could, you probably could have done it without all that bullshit. I find like, have. the movie was that, I, uh, that's good, isn't it? <laughs> it's so good. How are you, Christian? Yeah, that was that was quite a tough one. I wasn't as vocal as I was expecting to be, to be perfectly honest. Yeah, I, you were really quiet, which actually is scarier. But again, it's because there's very few jump scares in there, mm, yeah. and there's very few things. There are parts of horror films where, because they are, they. They're so to do with everyday life. Mm-hmm. The, I'm trying to think of an example, and I'm not being very good in that respect. Mm, but okay. there are, for, well, for example, in terms of like, if you're thinking kind of for classic like gore, gore horror films, things like Saw, they play on the fact that you people don't people know what a needle to the skin feels like. They mm-hmm, know what sure. certain things happening to your body feel like, yeah. so you can kind of emphasise in that way with that extreme level on screen mm-hmm. I think with someone like this because there's no jump scares in there which is what tends to get me mm. which is why I'm not a big fan of horror films mm-hmm. um, actually I was very compelled by the story having yeah. never seen it before yeah it's a really gripping I, story I spent half my time well more than half my time trying to work it out and working out what yeah. role each character was playing in it and because of the quick scene changes, I was constantly just trying to work it all out and piece it together. Piece it all together, yeah. Whereas I think quite a common theme with modern horror films is that I think they, people now need to be, they don't want the story, they just want... They want the Im- aggressive, they, immediate They want the immediate, yeah. yeah. I mean, I could be completely wrong, but I feel like that's why I have... I find it difficult to watch modern horror films because there's such an emphasis on the makeup of the para- like the the paranormal entity the 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 makeup on that is so mm-hmm. incredible that it scares the living daylights out of me yeah. and then on top of that they'll throw it in at you with a jump scare yeah which is why I want nothing to do with it yeah yeah <laughs> like, no, it's it's fair my, well, I'm sure I can be in one because you'd be yeah. you'd be watching yeah. all the backstage stuff going oh yeah there's a guy over it. there dressed with a you know there's someone with yeah. a mask on I know what's happening it's that's Jim like but yeah that's Jim yeah. <laughs> But when you're actually watching it, I think that's why I struggle so much with modern horror films. But yeah. older horror films, like when we watched Rosemary's Baby. That's another slow burner. That's a really slow burner. It's, and slow just spend, it's, it's the lack of yeah. patience in these modern horrors that are not a testament to them. They suffer because people aren't willing. With the success of the... Yeah. I mean, you know more than this than me, but I feel with the success, success of the slasher in the 70s, 80s, People yeah. realised that there was a an audience for this sort of instant like haha death 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 vibe. Yeah. When you go when you take it back to basic storytelling and the reason the Wicker Man lasts and the reason the Exorcist lasts is because it's a good story mm-hmm. and it's well acted and you care about the people in it. And then on top of that, with this movie, I would say the editing, as we mentioned, oh, that's so good. is genius. But then in the in the same respect, I would say there's plenty of modern horrors where the acting is utterly brilliant. Mm. Um, and like I say, for me actually, I find the older classics far less scary because they rely f- far less on computer, like CGI stuff. Not yeah. even CGI stuff, but just kind of again, kind of just the, 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 that scary imagery. Yes, they rely- which is why I find them scarier. Yeah, interestingly, because having to make 
yeah. other use of other things. Well, it so just depends what's getting The door closing you. will become much scarier because yeah. they'll apply all the atmosphere and yeah. effort where, to it. Which where, I find, which I, I find that scarier. Yeah. I find displacement and imagery and stillness mm-hmm. scarier than a jump scare where, or like yeah. a monster or whatever. Yeah. Whereas if I compare yeah. that to something like The Conjuring. Like, I, there's no way you'd get me to watch The Country again. Well, The Country right. is really interesting like, because it's almost a mix between the two, which the really successful modern horror films are. They're a, they're a mix of gripping storytelling, um, where you want to know why it's happening, and the acting is phenomenal, and the yeah. editing is really good. Mm-hmm. But they do that level of CGI, which the 70s, etc., was not... Yeah. They didn't have the, yeah. the access to. Um, so I think that's why that's a really interesting example, because yeah. actually that's taken the best of both worlds. Yeah. And which not... I, I wouldn't say all horror movies have taken that on no. board. We were talking about It Follows. It Follows is another brilliant example oh, of the mission of the two. Yeah. And I find it... It's things that stay with me. Like I get so frightened so easily, but... The imagery from The Exorcist is going to stay with yeah, me. Yeah, it will do. Absolutely. Even though it was so fleeting. People talk about all of the exorcist scenes of Linda Blair in the makeup doing the stuff. That's possibly 10 minutes maximum. Yeah, yeah, it's a really small percentage. You spend a lot of time with Gabriel Byrne Rocky Priest and <laughs> dead mom. Like, yeah. So much of it was like we spent 10 minutes in Iran at the beginning of the movie for kind of no reason like yeah. the assumption is that um i know it's pazazu even though it's not mentioned in the movie yeah that's the demon and the illusion near the end where they put the thing with the thing like they sort of yeah. allude to it and that's why but it's, it's a, still a brilliant setup and i don't dispute the movie for opening in iran yeah, and it's on a day. And but i think in the same respect it comes down to for any genre of film it's how film is edited and put mm. together like the editing will always define make, the genre define the genre and define the final product mm. because with a film like that for example there are still there's you can't really work out you don't know what scene is going to come next you can't yeah. work out a pattern in what yeah. scene is going to come next so you do end up on edge for a lot longer of the film literally it's so it's so interesting when you compare it my favourite horror movie is The Wicker Man and that to me in my memory has such long drawn out scenes most famously the very final scene where they just do not cut away and you are just there in the moment for such a long time compared to this one which is like two seconds here two seconds there two seconds there two seconds there I'd be interested to I know it's been translated to a stage show I wonder how it could work because what I find it, uh, what I found so clever with this was the very short scenes. I don't know how you'd be able to tr- do that on stage because the beauty of screen is that you can have tiny, tiny scenes that don't make any sense on stage because you're like, what the fuck? What a waste of set and time and space, yeah. yeah. etc. Um, the music obviously is iconic, but also just the use of sound. We were talking about how it goes from silent scenes to a hugely clattering loud scene back to a very silent scene and the bit where you had to turn the volume down because that's she we'd come into the house and heard Regan scream three times before then but that fourth time when the priest turned up was the loudest it had yeah and little things like that that you possibly wouldn't have noticed in the cinema in the 70s and you don't know why you're so unnerved and vomiting and fainting in the aisles but (laughs) I get it it's all these clever little uses of film as a medium that 
are combined with this fascinating even to this day when like very few people are religious uh, and yeah. like you know we don't believe in it I'm not worried that the devil is going to get me <laughs> not but to like, the slightest and they would have done already said, exactly <laughs> and like what you said about ghosts and eternal damnation all of that bullshit like whatever but the story is so compelling and I think what what's interesting is that the family that were affected didn't believe yeah in religion yeah yeah, yeah. and so it could be you and even though you yeah. don't believe in it, perhaps it still exists and it still affects people it, in the same way that, like, a disease does. I don't know. It's Yeah, just it will clever. get you regardless. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Very clever. I'm fascinated. I'm obsessed now. I get why people are so obsessed with this movie. It's an excellent movie. It and it's an, an excellent, excellent horror. I'm so happy that I did find it scary. The amount of people that insisted I wouldn't find it scary in this day and age no I knew you'd find that scary oh, but yeah. it's a bit of you and I know what you find it's scary psychological you yeah. get under my skin the flashes of the man in the white makeup can fuck off oh, that was horrifying but that brilliant bit where they like almost superimposed it onto Reagan's face just so briefly I probably didn't even clock what I was watching until my brain caught up with my face yeah. and I was like oh wait that's scary I don't like it and that was like the one from his dream oh yeah 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 yeah, horrible. yeah. horrible stuff and 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 that sort of uh, hereditary it follows vibes where they've just got like hey his mum has died and that is tragic and that is weighing on him and this demon is using it against him and we've all uh, experienced death and grief at, uh, possibly by now and we understand the weight of that and all of that lends into understanding and appreciating horror at an older age and the consequences of death and like the fact that a 12 year old's life is on the line here and that's mm. so much scarier when you're 28 as opposed to when you are 12 yeah absolutely because you don't you, like why should you care when you're 12 um didn't know that was the ending loved it yeah in my face so I like was speechless <laughs> yeah you were the same actually Christian you were just like <gasps> yeah what? yeah it's really it was the done. way the demon was just so casually leaning on the side of the bed yeah. just looking down at the corpse and it was the way that things often happened off screen and you would just come in and be like oh no that's now a thing and then you would change, soon would change and like Oh god, I cannot sing this movie's praises enough. It was so good. Yeah, it was really good. So good. Really thoroughly enjoyed it. You went to top up my drink and I hadn't drunk a drop because I was just yeah. engrossed. Yeah. And I'm you just couldn't. I'm alcoholic. So I was <laughs> 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 chugging my gin earlier. But I think it I think it does play also kind of give testament to the techniques they employ mm-hmm. in making this film. Mm. Because I think, like like you've already said, they, a lot of modern horrors play on a need for a need for jump scares and kind of like this rate. Kind of every ten to fifteen, every ten minutes or so, maybe fifteen minutes, there's another jump. There's another yeah. flash of something that viewers can assume is scary, and then that mm-hmm. death will keep them on edge. Now, whereas yeah. back then it was very much it was kind of like part horror, part detective. Yeah. Of you actually like following following the characters' journeys and trying to work exactly. out what's happening to them. I loved that they had these drawbacks. I loved that they had these massive blockades where they couldn't physically do a bunch of shit, so they had to find a way around it. 
I would love to see another horror movie produced now that solely relies on storytelling. That almost they challenge themselves where they have to su- shoot it on like Super 8 and they're not allowed. Yeah. They're allowed technology up to like 1979. Yeah. And they have to make a horror movie yeah. using only what would have been available in up to That'd 1979. Oh, so iconic. Thank you so much. Yeah, going on the journey with me. I don't think I could have watched it alone. I think I would have copped out and looked at the floor a lot more if I didn't have yeah, yeah. the physical support of <laughs> reaching out to Carmen and grabbing her <laughs> when I could. Yeah. So I wouldn't have watched it properly. Um, yeah. So this was amazing. I bring horror to lots of people's lives. You do. It's you are like the horror fairy <laughs> <laughs> with your woven basket of fear. I would not describe you like that. No. <laughs> Um, every Halloween, I go out and sprinkle horror. Sprinkle <laughs> I will be um, reviewing The Exorcist on my blog, uh, so Spooky Bitch. If you just Google it or look on WordPress, you can follow me, um, comment, etc. I love debate, so by all means, get involved. Um, I'm going through all sorts of different horror movies at the moment, and there'll be more content which will include, you know, uh, different fashions and horror movies that are coming out and in my own ventures because I make my own horror shorts and I produce a lot of um, scary plays and or ghost stories and or murder mysteries. So please, please follow and keep up to date, particularly if you're in the London area. There's uh, lots of content for you to enjoy. So yes, please do look that up and I will be bringing up a lot of this in the review nice exciting love it very exciting yay good stuff Um, (laughs) thank you so much for joining us on this journey it's been a real trek and I've enjoyed every minute of it Uh, we'll see you next time on Why This Film bye bye we watched the film and we talked about it but now it's time to say goodbye we'll be back again with another movie that makes you wanna ask why 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 this film podcast has a patreon patreon is a membership platform that makes it easy for artists and creators to get paid head to patreon.com forward slash why this film podcast and you can select a tier For £3 a month, you can join Camelot and enjoy early access to episodes, including seasons one to three. You'll get to vote in polls and get a personal shout out on the pod. For £5 a month, you can join Fern Gully with instant access to everything from Camelot. Fern Gully members can also enjoy bonus content, live episode voting power, plus access to monthly movie night. Grab your popcorn and a drink of your choice as we pajama up and watch a movie together remotely. And for £10 a month, you can join the Enchanted Forest, where on top of everything from Camelot and Fern Gully, you can be part of a live episode where we all discuss a movie chosen by you. And if you're not into 80s and 90s animated tiers, you can skip all that and make a custom pledge of an amount that suits you. Or you can head over to co-fi.com forward slash why this film podcast and buy me a coffee with a one-off payment. We will be adding hot chocolate to that coffee and probably cream and marshmallows and sprinkles, but you don't need to worry about that. Thank you to all who donate and thanks to my patron David for supporting this episode on Patreon. 
Why This Film Podcast is my happy place. I love chatting to guests and revisiting long lost movies, and I hope you do too.